Hi, this is Dan from Deep Dark Designs, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Welcome to Hi, the everybody. Welcome to the Legends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's Jump into uh, session 33 of the podcast for our Fear Itself game. Uh, it's been a long time since we've played it in real space, but our last mission was a trip to Indiana to investigate a researcher who was working on a new brain stimulation technique for treatment and depression. Turns out that the placement of the probes on his, his uh, rig that he had there stimulated some other part of the brain that caused a young woman to kill herself because she saw monsters. Uh, so we went to investigate that. Uh, while we were there, Jack's going to impersonate the manager of the cleaning crew so he could get in and swipe the computers and data and that kind of stuff. Uh, while we were there getting prepped up, uh, Randy talked to Lady Branwyn to see if uh, we could get some. I don't remember why exactly that seemed like a good idea, but she wanted uh, data from the Greyhawks uh, for a demon uh, that they were keeping. Uh, someone was possessed. Uh, oh, we wanted her to uh, write code to frag the uh, hard drive. That's what it was. And I think we kind of begged off on that because we didn't want to owe her something as big as that. Uh, we Jack went in, uh, made some small talk and, you know, kind of got on the side of the crew and was like, hey, you know, you guys just like knock out real quick and we'll get out of here and blah, blah, blah. And uh, while Jack was down there trying to uh, snag the computer, a crazed student came in with the professor in tow. Kyle Morton was his name. Uh, and Jack busted some heads, knocked the kid out. Uh, strapped the doctor down into the uh, into the analytical chair, stole all the computers. Uh, meanwhile, I think Randy like beat up the security guard who was uh, uh, watching the desk up up front. He's uh, pretty hardcore these days, and we were able to uh, slip off into the darkness and uh, head back on to uh, Magic uh, Carcosa Town. Yeah, that's all a right. good synopsis. It's pretty. Uh, <laughs> Is I, it? It's pretty pretty. Good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I feel like that's uh, that covers it, I think. Uh, we didn't do downtime, right? Did you guys lose? I don't know if you lost much stability. I don't think so. We so we sort of if like anyone has any like into the darkness. Yeah, I felt like you kind of left. So like if you have any stability lost, you, you're you're more than welcome to, to take your like to re up it and, and take your uh, time to in uh like you're uh, to engage in whatever your sources of stability are, whether it's like people, you know, interacting with people, you know, or, you know, I know there's watching Beavis and Butthead videos. Uh, I know Aaron's no, mom. No, no, no. It's reading what? Beavis and Butthead comics. Mm. I forgot. Okay. Well, what's going to happen with this? What's going to happen with this reboots? The question. And or <laughs> trading cards. Wow. Gonna... Oh, wow. That's impressive. I, I, that's a good collection. That's a good collection. Are we refreshing like our pools as well? Yeah. Yeah. Everything refreshes. This is kind of back to status quo. Uh, you have as much time as you would need in your pocket dimension, small town, Ohio, before uh, you need to go on your next mission. Uh, so, yeah, you refresh your pools. You get your stability is, is recovered. Your uh, health is recovered in the meantime. That one? Uh, you should yes. So I would say you each get two points. I think that was pretty well enough, pretty much without a hitch. So two points, whatever you want to, whatever you want to put it in. And if you want to do like you know, obviously if you put it in like firearms or, or shooting, then you have access to sort of like training grounds, like you know, like a, a shooting range and trainers, uh, resources that you would need in uh, in the Nighthawks headquarters pocket dimension area. So Edward would would 
you'd have access to pretty much anything you would need. So you don't really have limits on skills you could take. So you get two points to put in whatever you think is useful or interesting for your character. I took photography at a point and I put a point into infiltration. Okay, nice. I like it. I'm putting them both into occult studies. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. I think that brings you up pretty that brings you up to five. <laughs> I don't know if you want to, if you want to spread those high. out a little bit. Five's pretty high. You might want to I mean you could even use some extra I don't know, brawling or melee. Well, yeah, what's the max though? Um eight, right? There's I don't think there is I mean, really like no technical max, but like functionally I I mean you do burn occult points to like summon your your demon lady, but that's like a point to do that. Um, oh, really? Okay, so okay, so I guess okay. No, you don't burn them permanently, right? You get them back every adventure, but like okay, to, then, to then summon I'm, her is like a point. Then I'll, then I'll pull into into like kicking people's asses, yeah. So like okay. you, you can have like uh, scuffling if you want to do hand to hand. They're shooting, but yeah, those you're I'll like. Do I'll do scuffling one of them. Yeah, okay. but I do want one for all cult studies. So. Okay, I got it. Thank you, wow. Jack. You are like the most fucking like. loser to keep dragging myself. Somehow now, like you, <laughs> Jack is the most fucking like. You're like a fucking wizard or something. Like you like know all these weird occult rituals and shit. You've read it, and everyone else is like, I learned how to like punch things or like you know analyze graphical data. He's summoning her on the side when like nobody's yeah. around. Well, that's the other difference. And then you're straight also, up fucking. You <laughs> also can literally summon her just to like have sex and chill out, and then she could be like, "By the way, here's a cool. Did you know this legend?" And you're like, "No, I didn't. That's interesting. <laughs> here's a demon that you might want to contact someday. <laughs> He's really useful for this." And you're like, "Good to know, baby. Let's go for round two. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys recover, you spend time uh, however you want, uh, you know, relaxing, uh, chilling out. It wasn't, didn't seem super stressful, so that's good. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. So um, probably like a week maybe, right? If that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would say a week, you, you could say two, but we, say a week. Um, do you have anything, anything, is there anything like hanging loose you want to do in between uh, you know, sort of when Edward is going to pull you in again for another mission. No. I mean, the only thing Aaron would have would just be like the Huron stuff. So like, you know, if the guy from, I don't know that he's still in a conversation with the guy from Washington or not. If not, that's fine too. Um, but, you know, he would be spending his free time, like, you know, reading stuff, uh, you know, okay. making a, you know, a trip out to the, you know, to the reservation to like try to talk to people. I think maybe we did this before too. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, yeah, like you've you've gotten a good bit from the the professor um, as far as sort of the legend. Um, I guess uh, if you do take points in occult studies, I mean, we could always also role play sort of like connecting with Huron as hmm. uh, another option as well in the future. If you want to like take points in it, like that could also be a way of you sort of channeling or being able to enhance Huron's sort of capabilities, right? So um, if you want to role play that, uh, we can sort of a dream sequence, you know, as Aaron falls asleep and is going into what seems like sort of a, a, just a peaceful, sort of non-dreaming sleep, uh, you fade into what seems to be a, just a, a va- I mean, you're in a forest. It's just a pine forest as far as you can see uh, with a large shadow uh, uh, form uh, sort of standing in front of you. Aaron, you have suck out my wisdom again uh, yes um the, the more i learn the the the, the more I, I wish to learn the it, it just draws me further along as i said before the issue is belief is what imbues 
us with our powers. Your belief strengthens me, although there are uh, dwindling numbers, as you know, uh, who seek the knowledge of us ancients. I can perhaps offer you uh, additional help uh, as needed. If you need to call me, please take this. It's a ritual to... I cannot be summoned physically. As you see, I'm, I'm far too weak to affect the world in that way. However, if you have questions or if there are ways I can guide events on the astral plane, uh, please feel free to reach out. What you sort of see in your hand is, is a, a tanned hide with uh, a ritual sort of inscribed on it involving, uh, you know, a number of uh, arcane implements, um, you know, certain, uh, you know, bones from particular animals with carvings of particular runes on them, uh, and then burning of a very specific mix of particular herbs that if you, uh, and a chant, sort of meditate uh, while you're burning them with sort of in this circle of bones that you can contact Huron uh, in order to uh, get information or, or seek knowledge or in some cases potentially even affect maybe creatures who are not corporeal potentially as your belief strengthens so does his power thank you uh, uh, this, this 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 will definitely come in handy like he, you know it's a dream right so like he reaches into yeah. the pocket or I can make a preparedness if you want and like he you know, pulls out some tobacco and like, you know, he goes through, you know, the ritual of offerings to like uh, further uh, reinforce he, that. He uh, thanks you. You uh, smoke sacred tobaccos uh, together and sit peacefully with the sounds of the night um, before you uh, awaken. You feel rejuvenated uh, with you. You don't have any physical implement obviously left behind but in your head you see this vivid picture of the 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 hide and the ritual and a faint uh sort of air of sage burnt sage hangs uh in your bedroom okay he uh during the course of the day that or i guess probably like as soon as he gets up then like he grabs a piece of paper and starts like trying to sketch it out from memory. Like he's afraid he's going to forget maybe. So he'll sure. try to sketch out as much as he can. Yeah, you can do that. Um, as far as your character recalls, it's eidetic to some degree. You, you yeah. remember, but you can, yeah, you, 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 you scrawl out sort of what you would need. Um, I assume you could at some point obtain, it's not uncommon. I mean, <laughs> okay, well, it's not super common things. It's not like, Get some oregano and some nutmeg. It's like uh, sweet yeah. grass and sage. Yeah, like actual, like traditional, you know, herbal, uh, you know, or traditional sort of medicinal shamanic type uh, herbs and 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 wood uh, and that sort of barks and that sort of thing. So you can you could you could obtain them, uh, but you know, a, as you sort of meditate on that, yeah, you feel sort of a strengthening of your connection with sort of a natural type magics. Right. And then he would, I'm sorry, I'm taking up all the time here. <laughs> he would like start like a blog and then, you know, maybe like on his trips back and forth, you know, to speak to like the Huron elders and, you know, kind of get their history and information, try to like, maybe work with them, right? Cause they get paid stupid money to do crazy stuff to like maybe inquire about like setting up uh, like some kind of foundation or museum or something that would bring people in that would then potentially maybe like boost that belief so like okay. maybe we even talk to Edward about it, right? And maybe that's something that they could, not that they're necessarily going to fund that, but like if yeah, he explains yeah. the situation that maybe they would be amenable to like on the low key, 
through some kind of like shadow corp assist sure. with that project. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'd say um, for this session, you could spend a preparedness to basically start funding that yourself. And then you'll, you know, as, as you get resources, um, but as a way to, yeah, like uh, sort of recruit or, or, you know, somewhat proselytize the, the wisdom of, of these ancient nature gods, particularly, you know, Huron. Or, or sponsor, like, you know, if they have, like, if they're not doing currently, like, you know, like a juried arts festival in the fall or, yeah. you know, like those sorts of things of like, you know, native dancers and things like that to like, you know, to, to talk to the tribe then about like, hey, maybe this would be like a cool thing. Like I found out like this is, you know, part of my history. Like I'm super interested. Like, wow, would it be cool? Like if we could get some sponsors to like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I even, there is like, I saw a whole thing from like, there's a, like a Native American studies department at, uh, uh, I think it's, it's one of the North Midwestern universities. I wanted to say Minnesota. It could have been, could have been Wisconsin, I don't know, but they had like a Native American studies who actually do like, um, as part of their education outreach is do like uh, like the sage smudging and cleansing like spirit mm -hmm. rituals and things as, as part of like a learning tool. So yeah, setting up that sort of um, that sort of sort of a, a program or foundation to start sort of you know, sharing the, the knowledge of sort of native peoples. Uh, Storytelling yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So the, yeah, the, the local elders uh, are, are, are very on board with that. They are, are happy to, to help. Um, and anything obviously that drives more awareness of sort of their history and, and beliefs is, is beneficial. So we, we, we protest pipelines and shit too. Yeah. And they get fucking <laughs> by the government because you know, yeah, but that's all right. Half of Oklahoma's native American territory. And now baby eat that <laughs> white people. <laughs> telling you it's fucking crazy that's a like half of the oklahoma is now native american reservation because guess what you said in the trail of tears which was awful that it was theirs in perpetuity and guess what it perpetuity means forever <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys you you fuck you're like well we'll just take it away later not now sorry folks that's the way it goes they got fucked now hopefully maybe they get some benefit from this so, mm -hmm. um, so Edward, uh, you get a postcard or you get summoned and in, in whatever I, I'd say, maybe at this point you get a cell phone message or whatever to meet at the diner at a particular time, uh, at, you know, mid afternoon for your next mission. Once you're all set, uh, you see Edward, he's sitting there, uh, sipping a cup of coffee as you enter, uh, I assume together. I, I would assume so. Uh, he, just a cup of coffee. Ah, boys, welcome or men, gentlemen. Please sit down uh, if if it suits you. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure thing, boss. Uh, anything? Uh, do you want anything? Uh, just coffee. Just new. Would just do a round. Uh, Randy, you probably want a sandwich, right? Nah, I'm okay. I'll take some bacon. Yeah, let's uh, let's just do a plate of bacon, uh, pancakes for the table. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I I always I like a good pancake. Let's, let's we'll do we'll, we'll do some uh, let's do some pancakes. Darlene, uh, Darlene nods and smiles. Um, goes back and and shouts some things into the kitchen. Well, gentlemen, uh, congratulations! That was a great great effort on your last mission. Uh, you really, really. Nail it on that one. We we got some great information. Uh, distressing in some ways, but uh, good to know. Uh, seems this device, uh, technology researched by the professor, some sort of, uh, I wouldn't say a beacon, but uh, maybe uh, a key to unlock uh, some interdimensional doors uh with things we'd rather not enter our dimension so uh, we've uh, we're still checking it out but that seems to be from the witness accounts uh what's occurred so uh it was uh it was good work we have all the data 
I think we can, if nothing else, reverse engineer a way to stop this from ever occurring in the future, or at least detecting any rifts that would occur if someone else might happen upon this technology. So, so Edward, I'm just curious, what, what, what is the end game with all this stuff? Is there some sort of master plan here that we're trying to make some kind of gigantic seal to stop all this forever? I mean, like, I'm just curious, what's, uh, what's the end game here? What, what are we doing? It's a great question, Jack. Uh, cut right to the chase. Of course, that's what we'd like, uh, a way to seal off these entities from our world forever. Sure, if we could do it. Right now, our goal is to uh, stop any insurrections, uh, any interlopers that might come through. Uh, we don't fully understand. You see, there's a almost infinite number of entities, uh, dimensions, uh, antagonistic beings uh, that seek uh, perhaps only destruction and chaos. And so uh, a, a way to stop this permanently would be, uh, I mean, that would be, that would be amazing. Uh, I don't see how we could potentially do this uh, based on our, limited knowledge of the universe. I'm not sure it'd be impossible to stop it forever uh, and permanently, but uh, our goal is is to fend off these insurrections as they come uh, to essentially stop the human race from being destroyed by some outer dark entity hell-bent on destruction and chaos uh, just for... It's because it's their nature. It's on forever then, right? I mean, it, it's not just us, but then there's going to be people after us and then people after them. Oh, there's our organization has existed for a long time, uh, far longer than obviously this government in which we are currently and yet secretly embedded. Yes, uh, the war unfortunately may never end. However, we seek to win every battle we can, and with the help of uh, talented minds and, and exceptional uh, folks as yourselves, hopefully we continue to push the darkness back as it seeks endlessly to enter our domain. Going back to our last mission... What are we doing to help those that were affected by what was happening? Uh, all of the all of the victims of the professor are uh, being debriefed and will receive counseling from our uh, trained psychology and psychiatry staff. Unfortunately, uh, is depending. I mean, obviously, there's nothing we can do for those who lost their lives, but uh, those minimally exposed should have few residual effects. Um, unfortunately, uh, I can't speak entirely uh, to Mr. Morton's long-term well-being, uh, seeing as he was exposed to entities the human mind is unable to to comprehend but we will do our best jack said he was pretty he was he was pretty crazy when he came down there's waving a gun took the took the professor hostage yes uh it's uh, you see when exposed we've had agents uh, even well trained that have been exposed to some of these uh, creatures from uh, sort of out, outer dimensional creatures, uh, ones that don't fit into the logic of our world, our universe. And uh, it has an extreme effect on their psyche. Sometimes they're able to live a relatively normal life. Other times the best we can do is make them comfortable and try to ease their suffering as, as best we can. I mean, is is he going to get like turned loose to like a like a regular facility, right? Like, I mean, he's got a family and stuff. I mean, we he's he's not just going to disappear, is he? Uh, no, that's 
not really the business we're in. Uh, he will receive top-notch care. His family will be contacted, and he, he will be able to interact with them as much as uh, is safe for all of them. Unfortunately, in, in many cases, uh, the psychosis is so severe that the, the patient is unable to even connect again with reality. I can't say. I, I'm not. Uh, I, we haven't done a full uh, mental health uh, debriefing on on him. Uh, but needless to say, I have known very logical, very well-meaning agents who, uh, at the exposure to incomprehensible horrors, uh, were unable to to come back to any sense of reality, uh, in which case we just have to keep them as comfortable as possible in whatever facilities uh, may uh, keep them uh, safe as well as keep them, uh, keep others safe from what harm they may do them. Aaron just kind of turns and looks to Randy and sort of like half shrugs like, no. Jack says, Hey, you guys remember that one douchebag from like 32 episodes ago? Do you think he like rotted in prison by now? I wonder if he's dead. You're talking about the, the, the fucking cult guy from Sweden or Switzerland? No, that one guy, he was a team member and then he like ended up in prison or something. I wonder if he died in prison. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard about Jason in a long time. I don't oh, know yeah, what he's up to. Oh, shit. You're talking about him? Fuck, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I thought well, if they do a if they do a behind the music on us, we could always try to figure get them to figure that out. Yeah, I, I thought the lawyer got him out, didn't he? The fourth, the fourth member of Ghost Chasers. Yeah. So right, where, you know where, what? Yeah. You know what? I was actually thinking about this. I think you know we talked about it, and like they already have like a Ghost Chasers thing. I was thinking about you know what we should change. We should change our names to like Agents of G. Don't you like? Doesn't that sound badass? Like we're agents. We're also Ghost Chasers. Agents of G. Like like agents of ghosts is that like is that no, no agents of ghost facers we just don't say ghost facers we just say agents of G. I don't. Know. I mean that's not, man, like that's all a branding shit. You got to like redo the website and the fucking YouTube and all that. Are you saying that I can't do that? Is that what no. you're trying to tell me? No, no. I you I got have... a lot of points in computer science that says that I can do that. No, man. I I get it. Like I'm just saying, it's a lot of work. I don't feel I don't feel like we've even been updating any of our fans on any of this stuff for like a million years here. Like, um, I'm sorry. Do you guys just not like live around me, or like do we not talk? Like I've been doing that the whole time. Yeah, just because I don't talk about it all the time. Go check it now. Check it now. It's all up. And then he like it's all good. That brings up an interesting topic, perhaps. Is uh, you know, should we be seeding a little bit more of this stuff in, in an effort to uh, you know inoculate the population, so to speak, with this? I mean, should should, should we be upping our game with ghost facers and uh, giving a little bit of disinformation out there mixed with uh, seeds of truth kind of stuff? You know, well, we've been we've been kind of doing that, but you know, then then these guys he like motions over to Edward, like you know, kind of takes out some of the juicy stuff because you know we we want to be, you know, and doesn't want to come back to us or whatever. So you know, I try to do my best, do my best to make it, you know, put our faces and our names out there. But you know, again, I understand we can't can't have everything out there for the world to see. Otherwise, you know, who knows what could happen. We 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 should do like an old fashioned like fucking ghost hunt like we used to you know when we've got time. Uh, oh yeah, God, I love that. Yeah, going ghost. after bird bird ladies with you know no eyes, their eyes. No, shut. Not, like that was real shit. Like I'm talking about like going hanging out in the fucking graveyard. And, oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, we're, we're big like, time now. Let's go out into the graveyard and ooh, but he's got the sheet on the head and the eyes cut out. That that guy almost fucking shot us. That is true. That's true. Maybe not that one. We don't want to go there. No, true. <laughs> fuck that place. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and- we digress. Ever, <laughs> what do you got for us? <laughs> Eddie. Uh, let's just say we're not gonna. Uh, we scrub things. Uh, look, there's enough disinformation. We let's uh, leave that to our uh, editors. Uh, y- you guys are getting uh, enough attention. Uh, the, are the pages we though, are we well i mean how much more do you want uh, if you don't if you got more then uh, it might uh, make your jobs 
more difficult to accomplish. We're the agents of G. We got nothing to worry about. Uh, I hope not. Uh, this one's uh, an interesting case. Uh, we're not oh. sure entirely uh, that it's supernatural or extra natural, extra dimensional or, or any such thing. But it is suspect. Uh, we need you to investigate. And if uh, you find that uh, there's something uh, going on, we need you to procure uh, as many, uh, whatever specimens uh, you, you can. Uh, and at the same time, neutralize any potential threats. Wait, is this going to be like that alien thing all over again? No, at least I hope not. I was just going to say that didn't seem like a very like positive. <laughs> no, uh, well, it's I, I don't think it's an alien. Well, we're not sure it's anything, really. It could be just dumb luck, perhaps. Uh, in that case, no harm, no foul. It's an easy peasy vacation for you. Uh, but we're going to Bermuda. No, unfortunately, uh, Southern California. Uh, Ooh, I'll take it. There's been a string of crimes that under ordinary circumstances would be left, obviously, to the proper authorities. Uh, however, there are some anomalies that led our field agents uh, to suggest we may need some sort of... Uh, at least uh, more in-depth investigation and, and, and potentially extraction. Uh, there's uh, two, uh, and there's a couple. Uh, they've been committing petty burglaries, uh, robberies, uh, that sort of thing. A real modern day Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, now, the interesting part is we have footage of uh, one of their heists gone wrong in which the man was... Uh, well, shot, uh, what looks like, uh, you know, seriously, at, at least. And, and then uh, they escape. We found, uh, as they reported, they, they uh, went to lay low in a motel uh, and then continued on to their, their shooting spree, uh, robbing uh, various uh, banks, uh, gas stations, businesses uh, throughout the Southwest. And uh, the weird thing was in the hotel, we found a lot of blood, um, an inordinate amount of blood of, of one particular blood type, uh, potentially the man's, potentially someone else's, I guess. But uh, needless to say, uh, don't think it would be possible for someone to uh, someone could perhaps I guess with enough transfusions, but uh, something seems amiss, uh, and we need you to stop them. Number one, before they obviously commit more crimes, but number two, before anyone realizes that if there is something uh, extraordinary about either of these two, uh, before it gets revealed uh, on a security camera or some other publicly available information uh we're gonna need you to put an end to their spree and obviously uh capture and contain any of them as as uh as much as possible or eliminate the threat well it looks like you said that you found some blood so you got all these resources so you were able to bring those cultures to the lab and get any information if there was any like details of you know maybe supernatural blood uh we haven't found any uh, the, it could be anomalous we don't have results yet on why uh or what could allow such a thing we're not even sure uh if it is it, everything seems normal from our tests but obviously there's more in depth procedures we're, we're taking takes some time do we have uh, have you id these people do we know where they are um and my second question is can we get some higher powered higher caliber uh uh firearms going into it i i feel like i feel like in the middle of all these adventures we're always having to 
requests, you know, higher powered things, whether they're explosives or firearms. Maybe we should just have some of that in a duffel bag with us, you know, right when we go into it. Uh, absolutely. Uh, whatever you need, let us know, and we can make sure you have whatever gear you want. Do, do they make those things? You know, this would have been on like GI Joe cartoons, but do they make things where? You know, you shoot something like a cannon and like a big net comes out so you can actually like capture people with a net. Sure. I don't know if they do for sure, but I it doesn't seem like because if they, because if they an organization like, like this could probably engineer that pretty yeah. quick if they don't. If, if, if they make something like that, I think for our um, capture the bad guy um, missions, I, I, that would be pretty useful to have some sort of a net device that would do something like that. So so have they like killed anybody? You said they're like there's people are getting shot, they're shooting like uh yeah, they have injured a number of uh they have injured uh, some uh police officers when uh, they've shown up during a failed robbery. Uh they've also when you know, uh, there was an owner of a gas station in Tucson who uh decided to take matters in his own hand and uh, try to fend them off. Uh, as he pulled a gun, they pulled theirs. I mean, this uh, seems like a police issue more than anything. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, I, we don't... Be handling this? Yes. Normally, yes. But in this case, uh, I'm not sure. Something about them is off. So... Uh, so do we not know where they are? Does local law enforcement not know where they are? And that's why they have not been apprehended or correct. And we need you to get to them before local law enforcement does at this point, uh, based on our latest information, uh, we need you to apprehend them before any local authorities might interfere with an investigation. Do we, do, I mean, do you have IDs? Like, do we know who they are? Can we, have you tried looking them up in the database? Do we have anything to go with? We do. Uh, the uh, woman uh, of the, the pair is Melissa Hasburn. She is a 25-year-old female, Caucasian, uh, seemingly, uh, you know, rough upbringing bounced around uh, with uh, her, her mother to several places. And at some point uh, seems to have uh, decided to take uh, to a life of crime uh, as well. Uh, her, the, the man, the, the male of the pair, Jeremy Broadlock uh, is uh, a 30 year old. Uh, although, um, Thirty-year-old uh, is our estimate. Uh, there is no record of him existing. Uh, he is also uh, a Caucasian male, but we don't have any solid data. Nothing matches as far as IDs or uh, uh, social security records uh, for him. So it it could be a pseudonym. That's the best we could get as a match uh, for an alias in previous uh, under a previous arrest. So th- he got shot and bled a lot. He doesn't exist, guys. I, I mean, v- vampire. Like we've seen aliens and fucking demons and cultists. Like I think this is undead. I bet there are zombies. He probably was killed. He probably was killed, you know, in, in the blood and all that stuff, but somehow he's alive, you know, as, as an undead. I bet that's what's going on. I mean, vampires are undead, man. Yeah, but maybe they're more like zombies. Well, but zombies I, don't talk, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if like our perceived notions of vampires are real or whatever, but when these crimes occur, are they happening at different times of the day? Are they only happening at night? Uh, there, it's varies. Uh, there are crimes within the day, at the daytime. Uh, vampires are a tricky lot. Uh, everything you read in the storybooks aren't necessarily accurate. Uh, there are other strains of vampire. Uh, however, we, we haven't found any instances of him feeding uh, or her feeding uh, in their wake, so... 
I'm not sure. There are blood drinkers, life draining entities that it certainly could be vampire esque. Uh, however, none of them follow the standard rules you would think. For instance, a uh, wooden stake may not be their weakness, uh, depending on strain of vampire. Uh, they may uh, drink uh, blood. They may drain life essence. There, there's many alternatives there as well. Uh, so even if it is uh, an undead, as you would categorize it, uh, there are subtleties to identify um i would say if so like i kind of almost said that half is a joke but you're saying that not only do vampires exist and i don't know why i'm surprised but there's more than one fucking kind. i wouldn't say well vampires as you define it yes exist in a way i wouldn't say vampires like dracula exist i mean that's i mean those don't exist in that way, but there are entities that uh, act in ways that you would consider vampire-like. I, I, and I yes, surprised. many of them, uh, some of them, obviously, are uh, susceptible to uh, UV radiation. Uh, not all of them are, though. Garlic? Crosses? He like yeah, pulled the I, big old fucking artifact cross out of his shirt. He got, he got a, well, he burst out like he was like, <laughs> garlic. No, that's absurd. Uh, well, crosses regular ones. No, uh, yours does have some anomalous properties, perhaps, but no. Just making a cross out of wood does absolutely nothing. They they I couldn't care less. Uh, holy water, at least based on the texts that that it was translated from wasn't so much holy water as it was a tincture of uh, various uh, dissolved metals and other uh, chemical uh, substances that happened to be uh, one of the weaknesses of that particular strain of vampire or vampire-like entity. Let's just call them vampires for now. But uh, I, I'm I'm not sure this is one. Doesn't really fit that modus operandi. Look, I, I mean, if, for if instance, we're gonna, if we're gonna gear up, I want some silver bullets. I mean, better safe than sorry, right, guys? I mean, fucking vampires and shit, right? Well, that's well, that's that's where I want so right. Silver bullets. Did you watch True Blood? Wasn't that like silver chains they put on them and they were incapacitated? I thought that was voting werewolves and silver. I don't know. He just, Edward just said fucking. I, I mean, well, worlds, uh, silver will kill a variant of what you might consider uh, like a bestial creature that is susceptible to silver. Uh, those exist. Uh, but like any, any entity, vampire, werewolf, whatever, if they're decapitated, what, you know, what are they going to do? I mean, it's probably a good start. I wouldn't so, say I mean, that's a bad what, idea. What, what, we should focus on decapitation. And any weapons that are going to allow us to decapitate. I mean, I'm not aware of many. I mean, there are creatures though that would survive that, but uh, they're uncommon and not humanoid. So, right, like maybe you know, like maybe we go classic video game where you know it's like we have we have shotguns or something, and we aim for the neck. I, I don't know. Yeah. Or uh, you know, you, you guys ever see a flying guillotine? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday mornings, man. Right where the, it's like the cage, and they throw it, you know, and it goes on the head. It's like, and they pull it. And it's like, like you know, I don't know. You guys could have something like that, right? I mean, uh, we could probably figure it out. Because uh, you know what the hell? I mean, uh, if you tell me what you want, our engineer. Or maybe a drone. Maybe but... maybe flying guillotine for the twenty first century. It's a drone, so we can stand back with the camera, and we like it's silent, and we like land it on somebody's head, right? Listen, this is innovation, guys. This is innovation. Uh, I mean, drones are pretty loud. I mean, unless they're really, really high in the sky. I mean, like, military drones are silent, but that's at ground level. Uh, and they're, like, two miles uh, in the stratosphere. So I drones, think- though, that was going to land on someone's head would still have... Uh, I mean, you could... I mean, maybe if you were fast enough. I think at nighttime, if they couldn't see them, I don't think people would know what was coming. I think we could land it on their head. 
I mean, I don't know what exactly you're proposing, but it doesn't sound I, that I, difficult. I, so it's going to be a drone. A I mean, drone a drone with a yeah. box with night vision on the front. Yes. This won't cost much at all. And yeah, just infrared. Well, I mean, money's not really the issue. So you're saying uh, you want a, a guillotine, you want a drone uh, with night vision, and then it has like a pod that goes on someone's head, and then like a blade that somehow comes out and decapitates somebody. Yeah. That's that's a pretty this this pretty accurate description. Yes. I mean, I suppose we could do that. I, I don't see why we couldn't. It's probably easier than deciphering some of these otherworldly rituals and such that, that we've done. So, I mean, that doesn't seem very difficult. It might take us a, a few days, but... If you guys make that, we can try it out. We can be, you know, and if it works, maybe it's just a technology that can be developed further, but we could be the guinea pigs for this and just, you know... In other words, it can't hurt to have a decapitation uh, decapitation drone, right? I yeah, I will true. say, I will say... Uh, you probably, I mean, I hope you're going to do this at night. Let's just say you, you, you can't really be discovered landing a decapitation drone on a human being in the middle of nowhere. We could be a mile away. Okay. But then like a, a man is like, let's say they're in the middle of the heist and there's a recording device and they run out and, and you land a decapitation drone on their head. Uh, that's going to be caught by cameras. And then that's, it's very suspicious, right? So you can't do that. Maybe if it was at night and you you surprise them, yeah. uh, maybe yes. But uh, let's just say if you're catching them in the act, you can't just decapitate someone uh, on camera. That's, I mean, then you'll essentially be a murderer, and, and there's not much we can do about that. Uh, we we don't exist as an organization. So uh, as an independent agent, we'd have to disavow any knowledge of your mission. So I would advise you not, not to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, what do, what do you guys think? I like the idea. If we do it at night, I love it. Aaron is flummoxed. <laughs> I mean, I don't, it doesn't seem like a great plan. It seems very difficult, but more importantly, it's like a plan C. You know, it's like you're not going to go straight to the guillotine. Well, drone, well what know? is your plan A? Because I feel like I'm confused. What is your plan A? Well, Do- we have to learn more about the case. We don't, we don't have one. But I'm saying, you know, it seems to me like we're always ordering up more firepower. Sure. Oh, I is thought it? you might want guns yeah. or, or, you know, armor oh, or some of those things, but a uh, guillotine drone seems uh, We're gonna want the gun. obvious, maybe, well, or perhaps conspicuous. I think guillotine drone, as Randy says, is, is the last resort. But I mean, why not, pre- you know, test it out? I mean, I... Uh, Do we know anything about, man. like, motivations? Like, have they left... Notes or they, are they just stealing money just to like steal yeah, money? Like, yeah, money. Uh, it seems like just good old fashioned fun to them. Steal money, party, steal more money, party more. Is there a cut? Co- is there like a common strain of like places that they hit? Is it more gas stations? Is it just very random? Uh, Anywhere they might find cash, that's an opportunity. Uh, gas stations seem common. Banks, a few. Regional ones, not major ones. These aren't, they're not breaking into vaults or anything. They run in, do a cash grab, get out. But they're ranging from California to Arizona. Like, that's a that's a pretty big swath of territory to cover, boss. It is. Uh, their latest hit was... Uh, uh, we can put you in touch with uh, where the latest uh, occurred and uh, you can try and see if maybe you can track them down from there. They're probably laying low. Their last hit uh, was yesterday. Uh, it seemed like one or both of them may have been wounded. So last time they were seen, they hit a gas station near Barstow. After that, I'm not sure what happened. Uh, we haven't been able to track them since then. Uh, I'm not sure if they've ditched the car they were in. Uh, it seems like they ditch them and steal a new one every few days. Has there been any analysis done on the frequency? Does it look like they hit a place, lay low for a week, hit another place? Can we like, uh, you know, infer any 
um, directionality or, you know, are they continually moving north or are they kind of jumping around? Uh, they seem to be following. Uh, I, they came from Vegas, probably partying and, uh, you know, spending some of the loot they've uh, accumulated. Uh, Barstow, maybe they're on their way to, I don't know, Los Angeles, uh, maybe down to San Diego, perhaps. Maybe they're trying to make a break for the border. Uh, sure, uh, they usually keep moving, uh, hit every two or three days, but uh, we have seen that if, if one of them gets wounded, uh, sometimes they will bunker down, as you will. Uh, time to, to, to heal up before their next jaunt, so perhaps this would be our opportunity. And the, uh, and the police haven't found uh, anything that stood out as far as evidence? Uh, have, have they, like, found any of the places that they've been staying at? I mean, nothing. Uh, well, like I said, the, I mean, there was the one hotel covered in blood that seems uh, to be uh, anomalous. And then, of course, as they've uh, traveled through, I mean, they're on camera uh, several times. We have their names and uh, pictures. What, what do you, I mean, what do you mean? Does the police have anything? Yes. The here's, here's anything weird, right? Like weird fibers or like, uh, fuck. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a cop, man. Like we, fight I mean, no, what do you mean? Weird. Fi- this is what I'm asking you to do. What do you mean? Of course the police doesn't have, if they had this, they would have caught them and we wouldn't be in this position. We need to get there before they do. I don't know. I get it. I get it. It's, it's fine. I was just trying to get I mean, at this point. You are the cops guys, uh, except, Weird supernatural cops. I don't see how we've been missing this again and again, but you figure out weird shit. I pay you to do that. I give you the information I have, and then you keep saying, why don't I have more information? Well, if that were the case, then the police would have arrested them, and we wouldn't have this problem. I'd be doing a cover-up instead of a find and grab first. Hey, everybody. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you hear and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. There are three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.